0: What is going on money man prediction fam it's your boy eddie too rich and i am here on this easter sunday to discuss the slate i told y'all no days off baby we keep going no matter what's going on ain't nothing stopping this so yes let's go ahead and get started so the first game we're gonna go over is the yankees versus the baltimore orioles and it's a 12 35 start is Nestor Cortez versus Wells of the Baltimore Orioles. And I just feel like it's a great spot to back the Yankees in this because Nestor had an extra day of rest. He was supposed to start today, but yesterday, but Brito went in and, you know, did the damn thing. So it was good that they came out with the win. And I think the Yankees are going to wrap up the series with the series win because Nestor Cortez... Is technically the fourth pitch, the fifth pitcher. Yeah, the fourth pitcher going up in this series, and so I think it's going to be a strong start start for him. And the Baltimore Orioles also struggle with left hand pitchers, so that's always known. That's been a known commodity for a little bit with this team, and so I think that the Yankees are going to do really good. It's going to be a nice Easter Sunday for Yankee fans and. The Yankees are going to come out on top, and it was amazing that John Carlo homered yesterday because he's been looking pretty good this season to start off, and hopefully he just stays healthy. That's his only caveat with him, that health is always a problem, but he's a hell of a player, though, so I think that the Yankees are going to come out on top in this matchup. Next game I want to talk about is Minnesota versus the Houston Astros, and the Houston Astros are coming out the gate 3-6. and six. Um, and the Minnesota Twins are six and two. I was laughing at the Twins because they, you know, beat the Royals thinking they're a good team and they're looking pretty good. Their lineup, like I've been saying, is, is pretty stacked. It's pretty, uh, spread out across the board where they have enough pieces to, you know, make some damage. Do it's more than just Carlos Correa. Like Buxton is a great player. He's a all star and, you know, a lot of people don't know about him. But he's a great he's a great player. The signing of Solano from the Reds was big because he's definitely he's definitely added a nice power piece to their lineup towards the back end of the lineup. So it helps out a lot. <clears throat> and this Houston team is shorthanded; they don't have Altuve, but still, it's just they're just they're just not producing right now. I don't know if it's just the you know how people slump whenever. They win a, win a Super Bowl or a big championship game. So the World Series. And I think that they're still having a World Series hangover. That this team is struggling right now. And they don't have the same pitching staff. I don't know what happened. They're they're just trying to overturn things. And the the pitcher that's pitching today, Brown, his first outing, he had six hits, four runs, and only five strikeouts. And only lasted four innings. So... That's hopefully he may have a better start but I'm rolling with the Minnesota Twins in this matchup. I think that the line they they are going to finish this series with a series win because the Astros have lost 4 out of 5. They have looked really bad and yeah, I don't, Houston, we have a problem right now because obviously you guys are not looking good coming out the gate and it's evident that you guys are struggling, so Next on it, we're going to switch over to NBA and NBA is kind of weird. I know it's the last day of the regular season. So, you know, a lot of teams motivation is up and down. You don't know how the hell these teams are going to come out today. It's really going to be real interesting way day to cap these games because like I said, the motivation levels may not be there. Like, for example, like the Knicks versus Pacers. I know that the Knicks are going to come out hard because. The Knicks are coached by Tom Thibodeau, who doesn't give a fuck. He'll play his starters forty to forty-two minutes a night. Like there was a there was a game where Emmanuel quickly didn't even come out the game, and he fucking played. I think it was almost like overtime. They I know they went to overtime one, but they might have went to two overtimes, and he just played like fifty-four minutes. And I'm just like, what the hell? Like this dude is like. This dude Tom Thibodeau doesn't give a fuck who plays how long they play. He just want to make sure he secures a dub, and so I think that they want to make a statement. It's the last home game, and I mean last regular season home game at Madison Square Garden. So I think that he wants to go out with a statement and go into the playoffs be like, yeah, you know, with their chest high and ready to go because they got the Cleveland Cavaliers. Like I said, that's going to be probably one of the best uh, round one matchups. In the playoffs, besides whoever the Lakers end up matching up with, but I think that the Knicks are gonna cover this spread minus nine, or if you want to take money line to be saved, do it because I think that the Knicks are going to come out and play hard. they're not gonna rest guys, and even if they do rest people, they have a lot of depth on their bench to make to make it to where like they're actually playing you know pretty good people still, so I think that the Knicks minus nine is a lock and Go ahead and take it. The other game I want to discuss is the Bucket the Bucks versus the Toronto Raptors. And I'm sorry, Toronto. I just feel like I've been picking on you guys the last couple best best episodes because it's just pretty evident to me that you guys are pretenders. And so I just I just can't trust it. And I think that the Bucks reserves on their team is better than whoever the hell Toronto puts out. I mean these key contributors, these role players on the Bucks, are vying for minutes in the playoffs. And you got to look at these motivations, too, when you're betting these games, because a lot of these teams have role players like, for example, they have Jay Crowder on their team who's coming back. You know, they traded for a midseason, but still, he doesn't have like a stapled role in this rotation yet. So he's still trying to figure out himself. And this is a good game versus a solid solid competition. Who may be resting some people on their team, but still the Toronto Raptors are a respectable organization. They won the championship in the last five years. So I think that that this is a good opportunity for a lot of these role players to come out and, you know, shake off some rush, shoot some three-point shots, see if they get a little hot streak before going into the playoffs. And Toronto's been looking like trash. They lost to Boston two games straight versus Boston Reserves, Boston without you know, Jalen Brown, different pe- different pieces out, in and out the lineup, and still couldn't do shit. So I think that this is a great spot for Milwaukee. Plus, it's plus money. So why not take the risk on a better team, overall team, in Milwaukee? So I think that that's, this is a good spot to back them. I'm going with the Milwaukee Bucks over the Toronto Raptors. All right, we're going to switch sports one more time. And we're going to talk about my favorite team in the NHL, the Boston Bruins. And they came coming off a nice win yesterday. It was just amazing. Two to one, that underhit in that game because the Boston Bruins defense is just unreal. They're they locking up teams that are supposed to be quote unquote contenders and turning them into pretenders. And it's really Boston Bruins are nothing now. They really got one of the best rosters ever assembled as people tweeted out. And they're going for the record and they have a couple stabs at it that they're could they going to have over these next couple days. So I think that this is a great spot to back them on the spread versus a Philly team who is not good at all. And even when they match up the last four out of five matchups, Boston Bruins have won by over two goals. So I think the spread is a nice, nice number right now. So I'll take the minus one and a half for the Boston Bruins versus the Philadelphia Flyers. And yeah, I don't care if they're at home. They're The Boston Bruins are going to come in and have a solid game and, and go off on them. So, and one last bonus pick before we wrap up this episode. I know it's a little, it's a short episode. We're going to go to Sunday Night Baseball. And we're going to go ahead and roll with the Atlanta Braves versus the Padres. I think it's a great spot to back the Braves because teams on Sunday night baseball, the home team has won each game so far, and I feel like this is a great low money line for them. And they're you know pitching Dodd today, which is a pretty you know he's un he's an unknown pitcher right now, but Dodd had a solid start, his first start out. He gave up six hits, one run. And struck out three three batters, so I think that this Padre lineup is trying gonna try to be aggressive versus him, and it's gonna it's gonna really turn out to be a good game for Dodd, and the Braves are gonna come out swinging because they lost yesterday they lost the last two, and they wanna at least make up for losing so I think that they wanna leave this series with a draw, and it's a good spot to back the Braves those bats are gonna get hot. They're still trying to find their rotation with these new pieces, but I think that they're going to find it, and they're going to be real successful with this matchup tonight. So yes, this wraps up another episode of the Money Man Prediction Podcast, where money is made every podcast. Like I said, it's your boy, Eddie Too Rich. Happy Easter. Hope you guys enjoy your family today, and let's make some money. No days off, baby. Let's go.